Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I lied and wait. No, I'm starting. Why? Why? <laughs> oh my god. god! Stop fucking lying. Hi. Welcome to you, me, and a poltergeist. Your favorite paranormal show. I heard that in the last episode, and absolutely is correct. It's my favorite paranormal show. We are biased to some degree. To all the degree. And I mean, anyone listening to this is probably biased as well, because let's face it. There's not a lot of paranormal podcasts. <laughs> and it's pretty much just my grandma listening right now, so. <laughs> oh, grandma. <laughs> grandma doesn't listen to this. <laughs> I was thinking, like, through the floors she could hear us when yeah. she's asleep. Could probably. you imagine if she listened to this? Some of the shit we say... All the swearing. Oh my god. My grandma would have a heart attack. I Don't listen. I could see her doing her little laugh and going, oh, oh my. That chapo. Oh, yeah. chapo. I wonder where she got that nickname for me. Why am I chapo? I don't know. When we were having your dad's birthday dinner, she didn't call anyone else anything. No. I'm the only one who got a cool nickname. Well, she did admit you're her favourite. Oh, really? Remember when we took her out for breakfast? Oh, I think she was just saying that because we took her to breakfast. (laughs) You were like, it's because I'm the favourite. She goes, yes, that's right. Wow. And then she said someone from the other side of the family is Oh, it's her favourite on that side, yeah. Okay. So she's got a favourite on each side. So if any of my brothers... My brothers. brothers. You've got one brother. My one brother. If my one brother is listening, (laughs) you know, I'm the favourite. Oh, yeah, I guess they can too. And my sisters. (laughs) They're not even in the question. We're like the cool ones. Oh, my God. I'm only joking, Justin. Your sister's a tattoo artist, and your other sister's just, I don't know, she's gorgeous. Yeah, but does she have a cute nickname from Grandma? No. Actually, Sarah has says. Says. Everyone calls her says. I don't think I do. No, I don't either. I just call Sarah. I can't. Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, maybe. Family nicknames are weird. Yeah. Like your bin. Or Binny. Or Binnaburra. Binny. Or Binnaburra. How'd you get that? My nan likes kookaburras. So she just decided to call you? Binnaburra. It's also. And it's stuck. It's also a name of a place in Queensland. And were these all taken in consideration when they decided to start giving you a nickname of a trash can? Your nickname's BJ. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's Brayden James. Yeah, but if you have a mind... Your middle name ain't rubbish bin. Like, what? Thanks, I'm just trash. 
<laughs> I'm the trash child. <laughs> Fuck no, I'm not. <laughs> I can tell you how much I'm not a trash child because I threw one of my brothers away. I've only got one brother now. Oh. Fuck him. What are we talking about today? Oh, Molly. Um, we're talking about how I saw one of my nan's best friends at um, fucking work today. Oh, really? Yeah, legit. Lila, she walked in to buy some stuff for her friend's grandchild. And I was like, hi, Lila. And she's like, I don't know hi. You. I'm like, it's me, Belinda, Shirley's granddaughter. She's like, oh, hello, how are you? The memory is a fickle thing. She's going. <laughs> she's going. Her brain. She's getting old. She's lovely. Oh, I love Lila. Anyway, that's not what we're actually talking about I today. I do love her. I just wanted to... Pardon? What'd you say? I love her too. No, you don't. What's the taco today? What are we tacoing about? We are tacoing about the Amityville horror. Horror. You would have guessed that if you saw our Instagram story of me... Researching. Researching by watching Ryan Reynolds in his... Oh, god damn. Whee! Is it getting hot in here? It's getting hot in here. Ryan so hot! Take off your clothes. <laughs> um, no, but I was watching it because I just wanted to talk about it. Yeah. And I was like, oh, podcast researching. And I'm like, Amityville Horror, hint, hint. Like, as if he's worked on Yeah, like... <laughs> I'm not good at this. But, yeah, no, we're talking about the Amity, the Amityville horror today. Yeah. Hell yeah, I love Amityville horror. And specifically, I don't know where Amityville is, but I love Amityville the... is in New York. Well, oh, New York. New York, it's a hell of a town. The yeah. poltergeist up and the... Goes Mother is around. <laughs> So, we all know the Amityville horror from the 1977 book and then the 1979 movie, the Amityville horror that started it all, which then there was the remake of the Amityville horror in, I think, 2005? Yep, that's the one I know. With the god himself, Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds. I would have let him murder me. In that house. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could he haunt, haunt that body? Mm-hmm. Haunt my body. Does this be on the ground? <laughs> Take me on the floor. Spin my head around. <laughs> 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 we need to make a poltergeist... <laughs> Spoof themes theme song of like some weird yeah anything anyways weird Al Yankovic the poltergeist yeah yeah okay um yeah so other movies that came out of the the hauntings the hauntings the stories and all that stuff I'm gonna burp let's leave that in it's good sure. Note to editing Brayden. Leave that in. I'll leave that in, editing Brayden. Thank you very much, honey. 
I'm speaking to my future self. I'm speaking to your future self too. <clears throat> so what the movies? movies that came out of it, of the whole haunting, was <clears throat> quite a few. The Amityville Dollhouse, um, as well as obviously the Amityville horror movies that I've already mentioned. Um, Amityville No Escape. Amityville The Awakening. My Amityville Horror. And Amity- Amityville Creation. Damn, that's just like a gold mine for movies. Gold mine. Producers must just see like a haunting and think treasure trove of movie making potential. They're like, I'm staying in gold digger. Oh. But yeah, we ain't messing with no know. haunted houses. Oh. Oh, yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to get at, but I really wanted to work gold digger in there. But they are messing with haunted houses. Because we're messing with haunted houses. Oh. Yeah. So the the house in question is the 112 Ocean Avenue house in Amityville, obviously, New York. Um, and it was originally built in 1924. But before that, before the actual structure of the house was built... A practicing black magician, ma- magician, magician lived in a cottage on the land prior to building. His name was John Ketchum, and when he passed on, he well, not when he passed on, obviously before he passed on, requested that his body be buried on the land, so it would still be there today. John Ketchum sounds like Ketchum. Ash Ketchum's. Older brother. <laughs> and considering he was a dark magician, that also reminds me of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh my god. That was my favourite. I summon dark magician in attack mode. You've activated my trap card. <laughs> <laughs> I used to be really good at Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah, well, I'd fucking wreck ya. You're my fucking butt. Yeah, oi, I'll straight up hit you with my dark magician. Send I'll straight up fuck you up. I'll send you to the shadow realm. Yo, what if I put down a magic card, bitch? Oh, what know? kind of magic card you gonna hit I don't me with? Know, I can't fucking remember How about, any of that shit. Um, yeah, I don't remember many either. <laughs> I just know the different colours. Blue eyes, white dragon. I have that on the fridge. <laughs> yeah, I know. It fell out of the thing and so I just put it on the fridge. <laughs> just so when you like make your coffee in the morning, you get that milk, milk you know, when you start the day, it's time to do 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 pronunciation forgiveness of this we don't know if it's shiny cock <laughs> shiny cock i've also think i've actually heard it called shinokoki or shinokoka or something like that but it is a native american tribe that lived on the land previous to the dark magician john ketchum <laughs> <laughs> 
Previous to him, uh, they lived on the land that the Amityville house was built on. Uh, and they had a structure on that land where they used to keep their ill and insane, and they'd leave them in this structure to die. Yes, exactly. So Ed and Lorraine Warren, the people who we love dearly rest their souls, uh, some of the best, well, the best paranormal investigators ever, I would say. Well, most documented, anyhow. Aside from us, because we're the best, obviously. Obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yeah, they said... Well, Lorraine said that this was probably a massive reason why the house had such dark energy to it. I mean, that land had already been home to so many deaths. I know. And so many people have been sent to the Shadow Realm by the Dark Magician. (laughs) He's just always got his trap card down. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You step in that house. He's still buried on the land. You dig him up, he's just got a set of Yu-Gi-Oh cards. One of those fucking weird arm (laughs) things. Oh my god, I wanted one of those. Fuck yeah. And you just pull it round and you're like, fuck you, let's go. Bomber had one of those and I was like, damn, that's sick. And I just had my shitty hands. So, 50 years later, from when their house was built, uh, on November 13th, 1974... Ronald DeFeo, DeFeo, DeFeo Jr. murdered his entire family with a thirty-five caliber rifle. Hmm. Hmm. As you do. You, you know. Um, he was 23 at the time, and he murdered his parents, Louise and Ronald DeFeo Sr. Um, also his four siblings, Dawn, who was 18, Alison, she was 13, Mark, who was 12, and John, who was 9. Oh, that's um, sad. Yeah, it's very sad. And I wrote here, like, was it a presence or was it just him? <laughs> <laughs> apparently, I'm not sure if this has been debunked or not, no, but okay. apparently he said that his brother helped him kill the people. Yeah. And he just wanted to kill the parents, but then when he went and then killed all the others... He got upset, wrestled the gun from him, shot it. Yeah, there's, um, where is it? I have it. Where he, so in, um, he changed his story. He alleges that his sister Dawn killed the father and that their distraught mother killed all the siblings in this scenario. Defeo, Defeo, Ronald, only killed his mother. Then in another telling... Ronald in nine uh, by ni- Ronald in nineteen ninety, um, he had Dawn shooting all the Defeos before he kills Dawn himself, and so then there's other stories that there could have been a second shooter. This was just in this one article on the all that's interesting dot com. So he's got tons of different. So he's spitting out, no, 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 I was wrong, it was this. No, 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 wait, it was actually this. Hold on, let me tell you the truth, it was this. So he's just spinning it. I reckon 100% he's just killed them all. But you have to admit, it's a bit weird that he managed to kill all of them with a gun without them waking up to it. Exactly. And even the neighbours said that they didn't hear anything. I bet Ronnie boy had a fucked up childhood. No, he had... He didn't... Well, 
he had a pretty normal-ish childhood, but his father was a very um, dominating and abusive man, mm. as her dads are most of the time back in that day. Um, his like while his mother was there, she wasn't really present in the the parenting part of it because of the dad being so dominating, of course. So it, that ended up he ended up being a bit more of a troubled teen, and it led into his young adulthood where he um began to rely on drugs and alcohol to cope with it all. Um, and that the reasons why like people don't think that he was actually influenced by a presence was because. He had lashed out physically with a gun at his dad before. So. Red flag. Red flag, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but, but despite, like, all of that and his father being so abusive, uh, he pretty much had a solid, stable job um, when he was 18 working at the, the family's dealership. That they owned. Yeah, like, like a car, car dealership. dealership. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. But he barely showed up. But he still had like a solid job and got paid and was like pretty well set. It's nice of So lovely. Of Paying him <laughs> for his hours, he's not working. Exactly. While he's off just smoking cocaine. Actually. Where would he go most of the time? So he would actually go to a bar most of the time. How old was he? Um, this was from when he was like 18 to when he murdered his parents at the age of 23. Okay. So <clears throat> the day before the murders, or well, like the afternoon before the murders, he did what he usually did and just left work around noon because he was bored. And he went to a bar with his friends and apparently he would constantly call his house, but there wasn't any answers. So he soon left, drunk, obviously, uh, went back home. Was he trying to find, like, a lift or something? No, like, he was calling the house, and he claims that no one was answering, and then he would talk to anyone that was around about it, like, oh, no one's answering my home phone, blah, blah, and, like, just being drunk, and my family hates me, and blah, 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 being a little baby. What a baby boy. He's a baby boy. <laughs> anyway, so he's only 23, so yeah. By Joe, that's older than you. Just by a year. Anyway. And then, so he went home, and at about 3.15am, he murdered his entire family. Ah. Entire family. All six bodies were found in their beds, positioned on their stomachs. They'd all been shot with the gun, obviously. He went from room to room. Shooting them dead. At about 6.30 a.m., he ran back to the bar yelling, you got to help me. I think my mother and father are shot. Ah. And a few of the people went back, a few of the patrons from the bar, they went back, and they were like, oh, shit. Yeah, they definitely shot. fucking shot. There's Holy six crap, dead man. bodies in here. But... This, they're, like, the, like, some, the things, just things didn't add up. Like you said before, like, no neighbours heard any Mm. of the gunshots, but they heard the dog barking. I wonder if, like, a dark entity went around with him and was like, yeah, shoot your family, ha, ha, ha. Well. And then when it was, like, about to shoot, 
it like use its super dark powers it's to create its ESP to <laughs> create a field of silence so the gun could not be heard. Maybe. Or maybe the dog was parking loud enough. Oh or maybe Maybe he Yes. Built an elaborate set of wind pipes to mimic the sound of a dog barking upon shooting the firearm. Oh, damn. MacGyver. <laughs> Insert MacGyver theme song here. I don't even know what the MacGyver theme song is. Yeah, either. I just seen like one episode where he like killed a guy with a paperclip. Not seen <laughs> any episodes. I've just seen a lot of Family Guy MacGyver. references. And no, not Family Guy. Simpsons. Simpsons right? references yeah. with the sisters. You've done it again, MacGyver. Is that a good voice? It's a very good voice. Thanks. You're welcome. So yeah, um, there was no signs of struggle with the bodies. Like, not even if they had woken up oh, really? to be like, no, don't shoot me. There was no sign of struggle. It was just, they were shot dead. And you think if the dog was barking, they would have woken Have woken up. That's why I'm supporting my theory. Of the entity in the force field. I was going to say the MacGyver windpipes. Oh, MacGyver nah. windpipes. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but the, the neighbours said they heard the dogs barking into the, the dog barking into the night. Wow. So it must have been barking all night long. Yeah, right. Yeah. And then he got home at 3.15am. Well, doesn't actually say when he got home. It just oh. says he murdered his family uh, around that time, three fifteen a.m. Yeah, did he kill the dog? No, I don't think so. So he's not a super psycho. He's not a super psycho, but he's a psycho. He's just very troubled and probably haunted, and very possessed. But like, um, they said that even the like the family wasn't drugged or anything, which you would think they're in such a knocked out state to all be shot one by one yeah. in each room, that there would be evidence of drugging, but they like, they weren't, the autopsy showed no evidence. What if he just, like, said, you know, got home, he was really drunk, he's like, let's all have a sweet conga line. Quickly turn around. Straight down the middle, all of them in the stomach. Wow. They all begin falling over. He picks them all up, takes them, just plants them on their bed, face down. I'm pretty sure he shot some... Shot some. Just shot a few of them in the head, though. Oh, really? Ew. Well, you know, people can be smaller, so the stomach, conga line, yeah, people get yeah. really enthusiastic. Yeah. Swing their head around. Their head can just... You know, like ricochets through one body into a head. Off a rib cage. Yeah, you never know how this shit works. Bullet trajectory. That's next level. Oh, yeah, 35 caliber rifle, bitch. Yeah, for sure. I don't even know what that is. No. Sounds great, though. <laughs> Sounds like a good one. <laughs> um, okay, continuing on. So, through the um, investigations, like, his alibi wasn't really holding up. Mm. He started to, like, change things and just kind of started to fall apart, especially with the coming back and being like, oh, my mum and dad are shot. It changed to, oh, and then I came and said my family was shot. And then someone's like, oh, that's not what you said the first time, though. Mm. And it's like, yeah, it all just changed. He just, yeah. It started coming together. Yeah. Um, 
At one point, he claimed that mob hitman Louis Fellini killed his family and made Ronald watch. But Louis, get this, was out of the fucking state at that time. You're telling me he wasn't in New York City? He wasn't in New York, the state. Ah. <laughs> New York is a state. Yeah, all right. That's why it's New York, New York. New York City town. in New York. Ah. New York, New York. I'm looking forward to listening back on these voices and seeing how they sound upon hearing them on an external source. Because when it comes Terrible. out of my mouth, I'm like, I sound like a New Yorker. Like me when I'm like, I'm from the 1950s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, that sounds too. Yeah, but I was just mucking around then. Okay, well, come on, give us a good one. Airline food? What's with oh. airline food? <laughs> Little tiny packets of peanuts. Oh, I can't open that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so obviously that didn't check out because little Louis over here had his um had his alibi of literally not even being in the fucking state. Mm. Um, but eventually Ronald confessed to um police um in what was assumed to be the truth that he murdered his family by himself. There you go. So, he stood trial on October 14, 1975. His attorney, William Weber, um, mounted an insanity plea, just pretty much stating that he heard voices saying, kill them all. Which he may have. Kill them all. Because the house is pretty damn haunted. Kill them all. Yeah. What do you think? I freaked myself out. You freaked yourself out by saying kill them all too many times? And yeah. you're just like, oh, that's creepy, bitch. Um, she, she, why did I say she? Because I said bitch. But even though he pled insanity, it was like, I hear dead people. The prosecution argued that while this is, what was written while the drug abusing Ronald was troubled, he knew what he was doing when murdering his family. Like he knew exactly what he was doing by picking up that gun and killing six members of his family. The dark spirits probably just were like, so they can't say that he wasn't, that he was insane. Okay. So, okay, cool. And then he was, um, Convicted to six counts of second-degree murder, um, sentenced to six concurrent sentences of 25 years to life. So he's in prison forever. Until he dies. He's probably just hanging out with ghosts in there, like he probably was. Or he's finding a way to escape because he's MacGyver. Or he just keeps changing his fucking story. Hmm. Anyway. <laughs> so, after all of that went down, the Lutzes. The Lutzes. Moved in just 13 months after the murders. 
1975. I feel like it's a red flag. Don't buy a house that people have been murdered in. Don't buy a house that has been uh, sort of... Indian burial ground? And don't buy a house connected to the Shadow Realm. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, what's his name? Ketchup? He's sitting there. Yeah, Ketchup. <laughs> He's sitting there just... <laughs> He's just... His spirit's just waiting for someone. Yeah. He's like, oh, fuck him up. I'm going to do it. I'm going to... They're going to open the coffin and the Yu-Gi-Oh theme song will just start playing. <laughs> do 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 <laughs> <laughs> He walked down in the basement and he's just like, what's the... What is he fucking... The guy... Dr. Evil? He's just like... Uh, yeah. <laughs> just with his little cat. I've been expecting her. Yeah. <laughs> It looked funny in my head. (laughs) So they moved in, and they thought it was a bit strange that the house was only up for sale for $80,000. What a bargain. $85,000 for a five-bedroom home with a basement. Oh, wow. With a basement. With a basement. Otherwise known as a murder dungeon. Which, by the way, the basement existed before the house was built. Was that Lutz's, not Lutz's, was that Ketchum's? Ketchum's, face it. Ketchum's. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a weird recipe. Ketchum, face it. Okay. Okay, so, um. So the basement was there. The basement was already there when the house was built. Oh. Maybe that was the uh, Native American death box. Maybe that was where he practiced all of his black magic. Yeah, potentially. Oh. He had a cabin, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Didn't he? Mm-hmm. Didn't he? Uh-huh. Yeah. Creepy. Could have had a little... Right? Creepy. So, they only stayed in the house for 28 days. 28 days? You buy a house for 80 grand, and you can't just stand a little bit of evil and <laughs> Hey, just a... Uh, 28 fucking days. A fresh coat of paint. Pussy little... Bitches. I would not have stayed there for a week. Pussy little bitches. <laughs> I doubt you would have stayed there. Says me, you just there. scared myself. You, you just scared yourself by saying words over and over again. Oh no. Yeah, you're just like, ooh. <laughs> um, so... In press conferences, they did like George and Kathy didn't want to say anything. They didn't really want to talk. Um, Is that a Lutz Lutz name? Lutz. George and Kathy Lutz. Yeah. Okay. They um. Sorry, I didn't really say that, did I? That's so good. George and Kathy were husband and wife. They were Lutzes. The the uh, parents. Yeah, and Kathy's three children were from a previous marriage and. The, I think her husband died. Oh, that's sad. Yeah. So then she remarried George and they moved into this house. <laughs> it's big probably just like, mistake. I know things have been hard, but this is going to be a big new start for us and it's going to kick us off on the right direction. I'm an evil horror house. <laughs> wow, it's only 80,000. We can really get a fresh start here. I think not. Hey, babe. Yes, baby. 
What is a ghost's favourite dessert? <laughs> what? Ice cream. They didn't want to talk to anyone. They didn't want to do press conferences or interviews or anything. They're like, look, just leave us alone. We left the house. We're not selling it. Not at this stage. They didn't sell it until 1977. 77. Fuck me, I can't speak. They didn't sell it until 1977. And the next couple that moved in were like, this place isn't haunted. Oh, really? They're like, we don't feel anything like this there's nothing here is pretty much what they're saying like this home's great like we don't that's so strange i know from what i read they got a bunch of priests in and ed ed and lorraine went in there Mm. to try and obviously see if it's haunted and get rid of it so maybe ed and lorraine just did the damn thing maybe yeah maybe they did the damn thing or maybe ed and lorraine went in there with their best fucking deck and they jeweled. They jeweled all the, the spirits to the shadow realm. Absolutely. And that's how they won the house back. Beautiful. That's mm. a great story. I think that should be the movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Lorraine Warren the walking. And instead of pulling out a Bible, they just pull out a deck of Yu Gi cards. <laughs> the power of Blue Eyes White Dragon compels, compels you. <laughs> There was one that, what, like, there's rare cards. I had, like, four of this one rare card. Oh, really? Yeah. What was it? What did it look like? I've got a photographic It was, Yu-Gi-Oh like, memory. some pink dragon-looking thing. Hmm. Yeah. Was it Red Eyes, Black Dragon? I don't fucking know. Was it Jinzo? I don't know. Okay. But then eventually George was, uh, he was coerced into speaking to press. Hmm. And um, he didn't say much. All he said was it was a very strong force that had driven him and his family from the home. And he didn't want to spend another night in there. Hmm. He wasn't planning on selling the house at that point either. Ended up selling it, like I just said. But he wanted to clear up facts that were, like, well, lies, you know, wanted to clear up any speculations or stories or whatever mm. you want to call it, um, that they, did, they didn't see any human shapes or flying objects. They didn't actually see any moving couches or heard weird wailing noises. But George just said that they left because of, the, in his words, because of our concern for our own personal safety as a family. So something's definitely happened if that... Something made them leave in, in 28, 28 days. days when they've just moved in there. Something's going on. And if they're frightened for their own personal safety. Yeah. So the daughter, the youngest daughter, had yeah. an imaginary friend. She suddenly secluded herself in that yeah. house to her room where she saw, I think its name was like Shelly or Shirley. Did you say Josie? Josie, that's it. So Josie the pig with red eyes. That's so, so funny. That you mentioned it. Sorry, you go first. Though. No, yeah, go ahead. No, continue what you're saying. Oh, I was just going to say, she said that the pig could change shape, change size, and could even make itself look as big as the house. Oh. Obviously, this could just be like an imaginary friend. Or like the kid's imagination. But, but I have a dot point. I'll find it. Do it. No, I'll fucking find it. Find that thing. 
Okay, so I've got like a whole list of like things that they that of claims to have been seen. But in one of them there is a pig like creature with red eyes staring down on George Lutz and his son Daniel from a window. Really? Oh yeah. I just so got all they saw out. that as well. My eyes are watering. Yeah, I see. Ugh. So they saw that. They saw Josie the pig. Yeah. Ooh, a pig like creature. Pig like creature. There's a Wendigo. You know in China, they're making chimeras. Human pig hybrids, it's real, everyone look it up. It was that thing. It's scary. Yeah. That's actually really creepy. That they saw it as well and it was her imaginary friend. Yeah. And it it, it apparently told her that it only lets people see it who she wants to see it. Yeah. So creepy. Thanks to the attorney of Ronald's, um, William Weber, mm. told everyone that George and Kathy's story was fake, but they fabricated the whole thing because apparently they approached him about a big book idea, saying we created this horror, uh, this horror story over many bottles of wine. It is a hoax. They said that. Apparently, George and Kathy said that to William Weber, but, okay. Kick rocks, William. But, get this. Getting it. They then took a polygraph and passed. So either they're both sociopaths or they're telling the truth. Or they're telling the truth. And William Weber is just a big fat liar who wanted money. And wanted to just be one of those guys who's like... They're wrong, I'm right. I'm telling on you. Exactly. I bet that's what he was. Yeah, screw that guy. But there but there's like plenty of um I don't know, I don't I don't believe that it was fake. And I know that I'm I love paranormal things and I want everything to be real, so mm. maybe that's just me. But there's all of these things that happen and all these different claims where it's like it's coming from the source though, it's coming from the people that lived in that house. Yeah. And I'm just like, I believe it. I really do. So um, they all claimed to smell strange odours, which, as we all know, foul smells. It's accompanied by yeah. demonic entities. Hmm? Evilness. So much evilness. Um, okay. They also see green slime oozing out of the walls and keyholes. What the... Um, and have experienced cold spots in certain areas of the house as well. And when you're watching the the movie, well, the Ryan Reynolds movie, yeah. he keeps complaining that the house is cold. And he, like, keeps shutting all the windows, and all the windows keep getting, like, pushed open. I don't know if that's, like, just an exaggeration for theatrical movie yeah. experience, but, I mean, he's always cold in the house, and he spends... And then he spends, like, all of his time in the basement because it's warmer down in the basement. Of course it is. Than up inside the house. Mm. So, yeah. Both sons have also claimed to have paranormal experiences. Like, Daniel, the oldest, he was nine at the time of living in the house. He's now, obviously, in his late 40s. He said that George was actually to blame. Because George dabbled in the occult and was apparently capable 
Yeah, it is. Telekinesis. Oh, shit. Oh, damn shit. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's got some ESP. ESP, So straight up Extra S. special powers. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Daniel also loathed George because he was his stepfather. I right. don't know. And I just really wanted to write Wait, down. Wait, George is the father. Yeah, George. So George could. George ESP. Lutz. Yes. Damn son. Yeah, he's like the, having that guy. He's the husband dad. slash stepfather. Last thing I like, you know, like having like my phone on track is enough without having my dad be able to find me with his brain. Like you know, maybe I need my privacy in my room. I don't want my dad just being like, wah, 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 wah. and you're there just jacking off. The <laughs> he's like <laughs> busty Britney and the phantom stains. <laughs> <laughs> and dad's just like. Oh my god! <laughs> Sitting in his room, Telecom. fingers fingers on his. <laughs> but get this: so Daniel also claimed that he was possessed and by a exorcist-like spirit, like from the movie The Exorcist. Yeah. Um, complete a Pazuzu. Yeah, like a Pazuzu type. Complete Pazuzu strikes again. Yeah. <laughs> Complete with a violent shaking bed. Wow. Yeah. So Daniel also was like, you know what? I was possessed too, and my bed was a shakety shaking. Wow. Probably just trying to cover up for having chicks over in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, at nine years old. Oh, shit. Start early. Oh, my God. <laughs> um... He also remembers a priest coming into the house and that it was swarmed like flies, just like in the movie. Mm-hmm. And also the remembering the priest telling them that he heard a scream saying, get out. Mm-hmm. And then the priest told the family not to sleep in that particular room in the house. Ugh. Yeah. Which I think was the son's room. Oh, cool. What, the son that killed everyone? Or the son. The the boys. The, the boy, yeah. These boys. Yeah. Oh, the I knew Lutzes. it was also the sons who killed The other sons' room. Yeah. No. It wasn't? I don't think so. Hmm. I think they were in the same room that he killed his brothers in. Oh, that Ronald killed his brothers. Right. Well, that's what the movie said. Where else was I up to? Okay, cool. So then Christopher, the... Middle child, he was seven at the time of living in the house, also in his late 40s now, um, claims that George was extremely curious of everything paranormal and tried to summon supernatural beings by chanting. Wow. So pretty much just doing seances. So the stepfather is a straight up freak. So yeah, there's like all the shit that happened in previous history of like Ketchum and the... Shiny Cox. Shinoko <laughs> tribe. Yep. And their deaths and everything. So there's like all of that dark history. And then the and murder. And then, then all the murders. And then fucking Georgie over here coming in going. I bet he knew what had happened in that house. Oh, and he's I just reckon. like, these are going to be my willing sacrifices because without them even realizing it. What fucking person would move into a house. Like, he would have had to, they 
they would have had to have known the history of the house before buying it. Surely. Like, but come on. I'm not sure about New York State law or any law for that. But matter. I'm sure but, they would have been like, why is the house so cheap? And then they would have yeah. been like, mm, well, there were six people well, murdered here just 13 years ago. 13 years ago. 13 months ago. Meanwhile, freaking Georgie boy's like... Perfect. Like, this is the perfect house <laughs> for my occult business. I'm a dabble like, in all of that shit. Josie the pig, I call to you. Come here. Come here, my baconness. I have three children for you. Be my daughter's friend. We gon' eat you. And then you gon' eat us. It's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chris also claims to have seen the uh, a presence as a definite, as definite as a shadow, in his words, in the shape of man that moved towards him and then dissipated. Oh, <sighs> that's creepy. So that could have been Josie the pig. Mm-hmm. You reckon? Could have just been un unpigified. Just gone straight shadow mode. And just mode. gone straight shadow mode, like, I'm gonna fucking get this bitch. Yeah, yeah, Like, I'm gonna get him. Yeah. He's seven-year-old. What else happened? Um, let's see. I've got a few more things here, if y'all wanna hear. Yeah. And those claims as well, sorry to cut you off there. Okay. Those, those claims as well are just substantiated by the people who've lived in the house. Ed and Lorraine Warren, as I mentioned before, mm-hmm. went in there with a group of paranormal investigators that they brought along with them and all claimed to experience phenomenon when they were in the house. Yeah. Ed, when he was downstairs in the basement and he was chanting sort of religious provocation towards the spirits, Mm. was pushed to the ground. Uh, Lorraine had a strong sense of a demonic presence and in her, like, weird psychic vision things, like, saw the family dead. That was uh, killed. Oh God! Yeah. Apparently, you can stay the night in this house as well. No, no. You can, but you, you're saying no, as in I don't want to. No, as in I'm not fucking stepping foot near it. Hey, you're the one who was just saying pussies when everyone <laughs> didn't want to stay there for a month. You're like, I ain't staying there a night. <laughs> it's either one fucking year or none at all. Is that what you're trying to say? Exactly. Commitment. Commitment or nothing. You want one year of torture? Not one night of hell. (laughs) I want a full year of torture. Just thinking really sexual then. Yeah. Do like ghosts like pour and wax a little No, please don't. No. No, thank you. <laughs> me going, ooh, 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 reminded me of fucking Hannah Montana, you know, like when they do the transitions and it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow, wow, oh, oh. All right, Marley, Spears. we're just going to do another 12 transitions. Ooh. <laughs> it was like the sad, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> it would just be like in a sad tone. Oh. Oh no, she broke up with her famous boyfriend in the show. Oh. So what else happened? Jake. Chris um, says about George, he points his finger at the house and says there's something evil there. Fingers should be pointed at what he had done. He's the proprietor and an an instigator. 
So he thinks that George is so obviously the one Chris that's is like, oh, this place isn't haunted. George the motherfucker came in and was like, ghosts wake up. Let's open this place. Let's open a portal in this yeah. house. When George was like, open the windows, he really meant open the portals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So other claims were um, the nearby garage door kept opening and closing on its own, obviously. Mm. Um, an invisible spirit knocking down a knife in the kitchen. Um, oh, you said the pig. George, oh, my God, this, this part. Like, why isn't this talked about more? But apparently George waking up to his wife, Kathy, 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 levitating off their bed as well as their sons doing the same thing. Cool. He's Fucking probably just, just like, I've done it. Finally, my telekinesis is expanding. I am doing this. <laughs> he's pretty, he wakes up he has like a fucking uh colorful like fucking cloth and he's like getting the ring and like putting it around the wife like no wires <laughs> finally he's my just greatest all of magic a sudden trick. got like a fucking audience he's like my wife possessed yeah. <laughs> it would be, be so much funnier if people could see me yeah see flicking you. your arms around this is my invisible hoop you know. <laughs> <laughs> you I forgot. Okay. I think that was all I pretty much had, actually. Hmm. Yeah. And you said all the war and stuff, so we're good. The house sounds pretty effed. It sounds pretty fucking there's haunted. A, there's a lot of shit that went down there. A lot of shit. I, yeah. Like you're saying, I think maybe Georgie Boy had a big part in actually creating the haunting there. And the sort of previous travesties and things like that mm. that went on in the area and in the house and the dark magician uh, may have created dark energy and a lot of, like, yeah, just energy there that spirits could draw on. Mm. And old Georgie just fucking roped this family in, took him there for his magic show. Agreed. And, and bam. Absolutely agreed. Where is George right now? Oh, they died. Oh, how? George passed away in 2006 and Kathy passed away in 2005. From what? I think just natural causes. I don't really read too much into it. I was like, I'm not really worried about you guys who know more about the house. Yeah. Which is a thing that I seem to do. <laughs> I don't answer. 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 The questions that people may have. I'm just here like, mm-mm, you talk about the house. Let's make questions. Why don't robots exist yet? You said make questions. They do. <laughs> no, like like the iRobot robots. Oh. Japan, get on it. God damn. Yeah. No, I have a real question. Though. Hit me with the question. So not Anything related previous? to our podcast at all. Yeah. So in Singapore, yeah. they have factories where they just burn all their fucking rubbish. Oh, it creates no... And they... It, and yeah. And then... The, exactly, the air, the smoke that comes out is actually cleaner than the air, so they get cleaner air. They have no fucking rubbish pollution. And then all of the ash that's left over gets dumped into this man-made island that then feeds the fucking corals and shit. So it's like, like, there's no wastage, there's no rubbish, and it's healthy, and then they create energy sources 
from the fires and the smoke and all that shit as well. Why the fuck, this is my question, by the way, why the fuck are we not doing this every single motherfucking country? Singapore's got it down. They've got it down. I don't know why we're still using fossil fuels. We have sun. We have earth. We have Singapore. Let's get on it. No. Nothing to do with poltergeist. Just me being, let's get healthy. Hey, babe. Yes, Brayden. Uh, when do ghosts eat breakfast? <laughs> when do ghosts eat breakfast, babe? In the morning. Is <laughs> <laughs> another one for you. Yes, Wait, what do ghosts put on their roast chicken? What? Gravy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so stupid. So, guys, we have merch. Merchandise. We have fucking merch, bitch. Thanks to the TNC network, Zane over there has hooked us up and you guys with some sweet, sweet merchandise. Sweet, sweet merchandise. You can get those logo tees, those logo cups, those logo sweaters, those logo sweatpants. We got some fucking logo phone cases and some fucking stickers for y'all. And some pillowcases. Get you some hoodies. And some blankets. That's not right. Can we get blankets? And some cars. Can we? Aeroplane covers. Can we? You can get some spaceships. Whoa. You can get Nike Poltergeist collab. We're collabing with Supreme I next. I feel like most of the stuff Braden said is not true. We're going to be collabing with Supreme. Pepsi next. Coming to you. Five million dollars. A pair. We're going to be creating clones of ourselves for sale. Six million dollars each. I'm only two dollars. A bitch. You are <laughs> worth more than two dollars. Oh, you're nice. You're worth anything. Uh, yeah, so thanks for the TNC network. You guys can get our merch. Yeah, thank you, guys. You can show your love of your favourite paranormal You can now actually support us, not just by listening, but by buying our merch. That way we can have a little bit of dosh in our pockets. We only accept orders of $1,000 or less. I mean more, sorry, more. Not less. Only more. Only more. So, (laughs) you know, buy it up while you can. You know, I want to be able to quit retail, so... Yeah, well, it's going to take a couple of orders. (laughs) (laughs) Well, get on it. (laughs) Only joking, but honestly, you can get some pretty sweet stickers with our cool little logo, uh, uh, Paulie the Poltergeist. Is that that in? Yeah, that's it. We've now named him. Yeah, he's already been named. You named him. I named him. We didn't go over this. I haven't told you about it yet, but I named him. We did not go over the naming of the Poltergeist, but Paulie is. He's the Poltergeist. Oh, my God. (laughs) <laughs> Just your average, ordinary, everyday, poldy guy. <laughs> yeah. you I've can, been uh, singing that all day, but as in, like, poldy guys. <laughs> like, as if we had our own show. Hell yeah. Just your average, ordinary, That could be our intro. Poldy guys, here to save the world, fighting all the evil. Yeah. <laughs> You can find our merch in the description. You can also follow us on Instagram and Facebook at... Yumi and the Poltergeist. And our personal pages at... Braden Farvash, <laughs> B-R-A-Y-D-O-N-F-I-V... Wait. 
B-R-A-Y-D-O-N number five A-S-H. And Bambi Maccas, B-A-M-B-I-M-A-C-C-A-S. You can also download us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere good podcasts are found. We will be found there. Exactly. I know you're probably listening to this on a podcasting app, but if you feel like switching it up, we're everywhere. Indeed. Indeed. Also, I'd really like it if people sent us, um, like, their experiences with yeah, shit. My, share uh, my stories. cousin sent us something the other day. His house burnt down in 2011, I think he said, and he sent us a picture of the kitchen and it's like there's some weird smiley there's face. There's a creepy smiley face. Burnt into the kitchen I'd love to hear more, kitchen door. more from your cousin about that. Yeah, don't encourage him. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh-huh. <laughs> but he said before the fire burnt down and everything that there was... Creepy stuff going on? There was a lot of creepy stuff going on, like doors opening, closing, footprints mm. on... Like footsteps on the lino. Footprints on the walls. Oh, fucking footprints on the walls, bitch. <laughs> God damn, clean it every day. I'm not getting my bond back, you know. Uh-uh. <laughs> but yeah. Share your so share share your shit. On share Facebook stories. you can shoot us a message or email us at, at youmeanapoltergeist at gmail.com. Cute. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, thanks for listening again. We love you. I like you. A lot, thank you. I'm not ready for that word yet. You're not ready for love? Thank you for the support. I appreciate it. And now to take us out with our classic trademarked outro. Exercise regularly. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.